Hello and welcome to the Cafe Hustle podcast with me, Andy Jones. And today I am going to Liverpool via Sweden. And that will be very clear very soon. But I'm talking today to Anthony Grice, who is the founder of Fika in Liverpool, England. And it's all about providing a place where customers who may not know each other can connect over whatever they're having in their cup of coffee and they do some amazing cakes in there as well like if you go over to instagram you'll be able to see all the amazing photos that anthony puts up on there of his shop but in this episode and this is the first part of two of my chat with anthony we talk about how his shops are providing a hub for the community and how his view on coffee shops have changed since well from when he was younger to now we're also going to touch on some of the challenges of implementing a concept fika which is obviously the the name of his shop as well uh into to the culture in the uk which is something that is in place in sweden but not necessarily as as popular a concept in the UK at least and also why we touch on why community is so important to him and and the differences that he sees in the people that that come into his shop so yeah we're going to jump into this first part of my chat with Anthony after we get back from thanking our sponsors Gone are the days where you can plan your schedule on a spreadsheet and pin it to a notice board. You need to check out RotoCloud, the people management platform for shift-based teams, where you can see how much easier planning rotors, recording attendance, managing annual leave can be. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash RotoCloud and sign up for your 30-day free trial. Anthony, thank you very much for joining me on the Cafe Hustle. How are you today? Oh, you're welcome. Thanks very much. Yes, I'm all good. All good. Comfy, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to finding out more about you and, and your business. And anyone who follows you will know <laughs> you get the daily boards, which I love reading them, you know, it's and it's great to have that thought at the start of the day. And I encourage anyone listening to go and check them out. But I'm going to start off, first of all, with what is your mission? What's your purpose? Okay, the, the purpose with the, the coffee shop and my purpose is, is really to bring people together. Um, you know, I feel uh, in this day and age now we're as connected as, as you know, we're, we're as connected as we've ever been before in our lives, but yet we are as disconnected as we've ever been in our lives, and it's purely because of social media. Um, the idea of the coffee shop, the way, you know, FICA concept is to bring people together, consume life again, um, because... You know, that's the most valuable thing in the world. You know, you've got, there's millions of people out there struggling because they don't have any anyone. So that is, you know, my aim, just to connect people again, you know, bring people together. And I said, that's really my mission, really, and just to make people happy. And it's really process. an important thing that us as coffee shops feel, isn't it? You know, even like the likes of like restaurants or any other hospitality business, you don't have that necessary, that, one-to-one almost like a li- welcoming people into your living room isn't it it's yeah. that third space whereas it used to be filled by the pub certainly in the uk and that's on the decline a little bit but i think coffee shops now are filling that need of that just that daily interaction like you say even if it's someone who needs that who is lonely they come into a coffee shop and they have that interaction with the staff or you know there are other people in there yeah absolutely you know i, I grew up in a, in a day called Toxton, the Liverpool. 
Um, we used to have, I'm 42, and we used to have a local pub on the corner called the Bank House. And this pub was, I just remember going past it as a child, and even family members would, they would finish work, and they they pop in, I'm just having a pint before I come home. And it was like, all like, everyone would go in there and have a beer, whatever it may be, before they went home. And it was like, whereas now, just going to grab a coffee, and they'd all come and meet in the coffee shops. And, you know, um, I used to actually call coffee shops anti-social hubs. This is once upon a time, because you used to see people, you know, obviously when I was visiting coffee shops myself, you'd sit down and you'd watch people, um, and it'd be, okay, let's go and meet for a coffee, and then they'd all, three people, four people, they'd all sit down on the table, meet up, they'd have the coffee, and the next thing, they got their laptops out, like all four of them. And then the other phones, and then the next thing they're interacting with people who they're not even with, uh, you know, yeah. probably the other side of the planet. And I'm like, this is so antisocial. You know, what's the point of this? It's it, it's like real life is just gone. And I talk to each other. So um, obviously, and you know, fast forward to where we are today. You know, coffee shops have taken over. Pubs is in that community. You know, hub yeah. if, if you can call it. You know, pubs pubs are tend to be more. You know the Unfortunately, they're dying out, yeah. um, and coffee shops are becoming more, you know, ever so popular, as popular as they've ever been, you know, ever. Um, and that's obviously that's it's you know the sign of the time. So you know that's just the way the way forward. Um, but within so with our coffee shop, that was one thing, you know. I said I call them anti-social hubs, and said with 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 Fika, it's more to to bring people together and put down your iPad, put your phone away and you know, share table with this, share tables with people and I'm always pushing that when I'm in the shop. You know, there's no room to sit and go, We are share a table with him. This is yeah. this is John, this is Sarah. And there you go. And then the next thing you see people out and about who you've connected in the shop and you see them on little walks and it's like we call them Fika friends. Yeah. It's Fika friends. And we've just joined them people who've never met before in the lives, we join them together. So um yeah. yeah, that's it, and that is great to hear that that's what's happening. Certainly in your coffee shop, and I'd imagine it happens to a certain extent. But it's great that you're pushing people together as well. And yeah. sometimes people need that, isn't it? To to even just get that first step, just someone to say, "Here, sit with this, sit with this person, and just that's have a chat." It. And like you say, they become friends outside of the coffee shop context. So, what's yeah. your journey then? How did you get to the point of Start and Fika. Okay, so the, the the coffee shop idea. Um, I've had it for a long time. Uh, I've loved everything about coffee. I've, I've just always had, had an interest in coffee in general, and um, it was just. I remember being sat in a coffee shop. It was in Manchester this one day. Clancy's, it's called. And so it was actually in Manchester Airport. And I remember sat sat there, and I'm looking around and I'm thinking, I could have my own coffee shop one day. And it just, from that moment, that was it. It was like, right, I'm going to get my own coffee shop. I'm going to get my own coffee shop. I was never in a rush to it. At the time, I had a different business. You know, I used to have a minibus, and, you know, transfer company. Right. And I, in the past many, many years ago, I am from the food industry. You know, I went to Caterham College. And I was on, I on a uh, pastry course. And um, you know, I learned my trade many, 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 many years ago. And I worked and managed the busiest uh, restaurants in the city at the time. Caesar's Palace, um, but you know, I said, I said, I was gonna always want to open a coffee shop, but it was when you know the time was right, and you know, then you, you're just seeing the, 
the big franchises, the Costas, the Nero's, the Starbucks, they're all starting to pop up in areas you can't even imagine. They're popping up and you're thinking, well, how can this be in the next thing? You just see them slowly taking over. Um, so I always had to wait until I knew it, it, it was the location was key. The location was wrong. It would just be a total disaster. And you see it happening today. You see coffee shops opening. People think this is easy. They'll open one up, and the next thing, it, it folds within it. You know, within twelve months, I've seen that recently. Yeah. Um. It's just the unfortunate um, situation. So I had to wait until I seen the, the right location, and you know, the the building came available. And I also wanted to have. There's always going to be like a South American theme. That was my old my idea. I'm going to call it Mister Pop, Mister Pop's Coffee Coffee Co. That's what I was going to call it, Mr. Pop's Coffee Go on it. I'd even designed logos on Vistaprint, and I was like, right, this is what my coffee shop's going to be. And I designed yeah. the cups and everything. And then um, I part own a restaurant in Sweden in a place called Borlanger, um, where my, I've got Swedish family. Um, they used to live over here, and we were going to open a restaurant in Liverpool. And Erica got pregnant and wanted to go back to Sweden to have the baby. So when she went back to Sweden, she then, um, you know, they said, let's. We opened the restaurant in Sweden. So I went over to Sweden. We had, we had the restaurants up and running. And then a couple of days in, it was like a coach load of people that pull up. And the next thing, all these people, all these people were coming. I was like, oh, my God, what, what's happening here? And he said, oh, it's Fika. I said, what the hell's Fika? And they couldn't believe in Scandinavia, like Scandinavia, Sweden, that I didn't know what Fika was. And he was saying, oh, yeah, I can't believe, you can't believe you've never heard of Fika. And I was like, really, really haven't. And then, they told me how, the whole, what the whole concept is. It's about bringing people together. And he said, watch how it's going to work. So people that sit down on a table and they just sit down with a random stranger would have a coffee. No one drinks tea in Sweden. So they'd have a coffee, they'd have a cinnamon bun and they'd sit down. And the next thing, they'd just introduce themselves, you know, I'm Victor, whatever. And then they'd talk away and they'd have a little unwritten rule where they're not allowed to talk about work. Um and, you know, they take 15 minutes out of the day. They don't talk about work. They just talk about life in general, how they're feeling, um, which, you know, it's on the mental health side. That's good because, you know, people can yeah. kind of get out things that they wouldn't normally talk about and they're telling Absolutely, them about the yeah. this. So I was like, this is so good. And the next day, it was like, okay, have a nice day. Bye-bye. The next day, the same people will come in because it was the, where the restaurant is, it's a similar area to mine. It's quite it's in the middle of the community. And... The same people would be coming in, but they'd share a table with someone else. They'd let on to them, and then they'd share with someone else. And then the next day, they'd come in, and they'd share with someone else. And by the end of the week, this whole community, of you know, everyone knew everyone. And I was like, wow, this is so good. It's like the whole, whole they brought the whole area together, and everyone knows everyone. And, and obviously, this is a continuous thing, and it's like, this is so good. So bang went Mr. Pop, Mr. Pop's Coffee Car, when I thought, when I open a, a coffee shop, it's going to be called Fika. And this is the concept, the exact concept what I, I'd wanted, I'd want to bring, bring together. So um, yeah, so that, that was where where the name came from and the, and the whole idea um, of bringing people together because it was just so it was just so good to see and ex, and experience it. I thought of it. It's going to work anywhere. It's going to work in Liverpool. Yeah. Because scouts like to talk. Uh, they talk to a random any random person. They they yeah. just like your best friend. So. And, and that's great, and that's so that's the way it works in, in yeah. my shops. What's your usual response when staff call in to say they're not going to make it into work? Are you frantically texting, emailing, sending WhatsApp messages in an effort to find cover by the time you open the doors? 
I know I've been there before, but there is a really easy way to deal with it. Rotocloud is a people management platform that allows you to communicate directly with your staff and find replacements fast. They've got a great option to leave open shifts for people to take them, or you can quickly assign someone else that shift. With 24-7 access to the rotor and shift updates immediately sent out across the team, staff can notify you if there's a problem, and you can even set up your employees so they can arrange their own cover, saving you the headache. Transform both yours and your team's experience when it comes to setting up the rotors and trying to deal with issues like this when they arise. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash rotorcloud to start your 30-day free trial and see the difference that rotorcloud can make for your team. So, and I know obviously you're trying to emulate that by pushing people together, but there's obviously, well, there certainly is a difference in culture, isn't there? Is there, have you found that it's been harder to try and replicate the same sort of concept of Fika in your shop or is it actually no. working? I find it easier. I find yeah. it easier to do more from what right. I've seen in Sweden. Sweden, it kind of comes naturally because they, it's something that they do in school as well. You know, the right. children have a Fika break in schools and they go to oh, the, the hall and the kids all mingle and they'll, they'll have like biscuits and orange juice. And that's what the children do. They would do it in a bank. Um, they just stop. You could be in the middle of the bank in the line. You know, the next thing it's like, right, we're closing the bank, we're having Fika. And the next thing, everyone who's in the bank, customers, they'd all go to the corner and they'd have a cup of coffee and they'd all talk. Imagine that in the UK. No. You're, you're queued up. You're queued I up was just thinking deposit, that. Like, what is this? Right, so we're all going to have a coffee break. You'd be, you'd be absolutely murder in the UK. You'd be meltdown. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I know, in, with, in Sweden, it's just, oh, okay. So, I find um, yeah, Sweden it just comes naturally in Liverpool. Um, obviously, I have to. I it's it's kind of my job to instigate it, but I think because people now know the concept, what it's about, people like to come in, um, and they also know as well if there's no one in the shop, there's always someone to talk to. Yeah. You know, um, I have this. Um, you know, you might have seen a post that I actually put on. I put on my personal page uh, on Facebook a couple of days ago. Was about this old guy who used to come into the shop, um, and it, like, it exploded on some on my own personal. I didn't want to put it on the Fika, Fika page, and then I thought, you know what, yeah. I'm, I'm going to share it now. So after a couple of days, so I put it out, and it was this um, this uh, this old guy who comes into the shop, and he's been coming into the shop for a couple, good few years now. And he's just quiet, and I always try to engage in conversation with him, and he, you know when someone if they don't want to talk, they just want to be by themselves, and. You know, you know, we'd always be, you know, we'd have a small talk and then he'd sit there and he'd just have his coffee and he'd have his jam on toast or his post eggs on toast and he'd just be, you know, going about his day. And then, um, and then, as I said, he'd been coming there for a good few years now. And he said to me the other day, um, about two weeks ago, he said, Anthony. And I was like, he knows my name. I, didn't, I couldn't believe he actually knew my name. He said, do you mind having a seat with me? This, for this guy, I think he's about 83. He right. said, can you mind have a seat with me? And I said, of course, yeah, no problem. Sat down. I said, is everything okay? And he said, I just want to let you know, sir, this is, I absolutely love coming to your coffee shop. And your coffee shop makes me feel so welcome. And I love watching all the lights and people talking in here. And it's fantastic. And I just thought, that's obviously lovely to hear that. And I'm glad yeah, we make you feel welcome. Yeah. And, you know, and it was just nice to hear. And then he turned around and said, I live in Manchester. He said, and I drive 45 minutes wow. to get here. 
and obviously 45 minutes back home. He said, and he comes three, about three times a week, he comes into the shop. And he said, I used to live in Liverpool. He said, he used to come here with my partner, and my partner passed away. And we used to come, I can't, I can't actually remember him coming in. This is, you know, a couple of yeah. years ago. Um, and we used to, he said, he used to come in with my partner, and it's my little happy place. And I still come back here now. And it's just come back because I love everything that you do and everything that goes on in this shop. And I just, my heart bled. I just, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> when he told me, obviously, he come here with his partner. And he, and he travels in from Manchester to come to the shop three times a week. Yeah. It was just, I mean, it was beautiful. It that's was so that's nice. commitment though, that is. And, but it, it's so rewarding when you you realise the impact you have to, for someone to drive from, Basically, it's was it how far is it? It's about four, yeah, it's like 40, miles? 40, 45 minutes. It's about 40 yeah. miles, yeah, from so where he lives. It's, it's not, that's not a small journey, that is it? And no, no, just to get a coffee, and a it just shows coffee. the impact that it has on him. And that's just one person, isn't it? You across yeah. all your customers, there's going to be more that are having those stories, and that's the beauty of, of what we do in the coffee industry, certainly coffee shops, absolutely. And that brings me on to then community and i know you hold community so highly certainly the people around where your businesses are but obviously it, it stretches even further away why is that community feel so important then what is it about it is it about serving the community or is it is it more about just helping individuals feel better maybe with after they visited your shop which what is it about community that you and fika hold so highly I'd say it's a mixture of all, everything that you just mentioned there, really. Um, I've, I've always been a believer, um, as a business point of view, if you invest into the community, the community invests back in you. You look after your community, you look after your people, the people will look after you. And I got that in the pandemic. We were, we were, pardon my friend, we were on our arses in the pandemic. And the people come out and support us because yeah. we've looked after the people. And yeah. I feel like other, other coffee shops, uh, franchise coffee shops, don't care about that. It's more yeah. about figures and stats and how many cups of coffee and how many beans they've grinded. And that's all it is. It's all about that. Yeah. They don't care about the customers. They, they're, just, they're just pound coins. We see the customers as friends of the shop. I yeah. don't take anyone's business for granted at all. Um, I appreciate everyone who comes through the door. I think, I feel it's also my responsibility, especially in the lockdown, when the lockdown happens, because we are right bang in the, we're in the, we're in the middle of, the, we're right in the middle of Liverpool. So we have three areas around us. We've got Allerton, we've got Waverty, Chilwell, um, and you could say almost into Walton as well. Um right. So we're, we're right in the middle of the city. So we serve all them areas. And I felt it was my responsibility in the pandemic to, I had to look after the people. Uh, yeah. And I had to use the platform that I had through social media, through the shop, um, to reach out to people and help them where the, you know, they needed, needed help, needed support. So that's what I, um, you know, was able to take advantage of the shop then and throughout the pandemic I flipped the shop into a food bank and we went out and we asked the community um it was actually an, it was an image that went around social media when it, the people were panic buying toilet rolls off the shelves and oh yeah which is something I've still never got over you <laughs> know and 
Um, and people, there was actually a, a video, uh, there's an image of an old guy and he was in a supermarket and he was reaching out. Uh, there was food on the top shelf and he literally had like two tins of beans in his trolley. And there was this young couple who were like getting the stuff off the top shelf and they had like a full basket. This old guy had nothing and he was just kind of, it really hit home that I thought, these old people are going to, this is just from before the, as the old elderly people were going into isolation. And I thought, yeah. This is really happening. These people are really going to struggle now. And it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same, you know, going forwards with, with what's happening with energy. That's another story. But yeah. I think these people are really going to struggle here. So that's what I've done. I thought I'm going to use the shop if we have to shut down, which we knew we were going to shut down because it was yeah. happening, you know, in Italy and Spain. It was Absolutely, getting closer. Yeah. We, knew, we knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. So we kind of started preparing for this, for this happening. And we sat to ask the customers and said, look, if you've got any spare items, no matter what it is, get us to the shop. And what we'll do is we'll go out there, we'll put it out there, and we'll ask um, if you know anyone who's, who's got to go into isolation, who may be struggling, who may not be able to get any items, maybe going hungry, and we'll identify these people, and I'll deliver all these parcels, I'll deliver the food packages. This before the government even, you know, so we haven't even Stop gone to lockdown yeah. yet. But then, um, so then we, so that was that, so... All of a sudden, all this food started coming into the shop. Like, I swear to God, you couldn't believe it. It was just people pulling up in cars and coming out with big trolleys. And I was like, wow, this response is just unbelievable. So, so we done that. And then the next thing, um, then we locked down, you know, back there, I think it was the Friday, I think it was, we had Boris announced that we were going to lock down. Then I thought, right, okay. Then I started asking people, right, if you know somebody's isolating, tell me. Yeah, I had people contacting me from um, other other parts of the world. So I had one lady in particular who's from Canada. She contacted me and said, "Look, my mum is my mum's. I'm, I'm an only child, and my mum lives. She told me where her mum lived, not far yeah. from my shop. She's got no yeah. friends. She's got no family. She's locked away. Um, <laughs> she can't get access. She can't get access because the government hasn't started any food things yet. She's scared to go out." Can you please get us some food? Because I can't do nothing. You can't get deliveries. You couldn't get nothing there. No, I yeah. said, no problem. Give me the address. Anyway, she phoned the mum. And later on that night, I went around with, with a box of food. Fantastic. And, and she was just, she, she was speechless, the woman. Um, yeah. And then that continued. There was, there was called, I'm just saying that that's like, that's the power of social media as well. Yeah. You know, this woman in Canada yeah. who follows us on social media was able to reach to us to help her mum in Liverpool. Yeah. Um, so there was there was a lot of that from other, lots of other parts of the country. People who lived in you know Cornwall, ex-scousers. Can you help me, mum? Can you help me, dad? Yeah. And it was just it was just it was just great to be able to act with social media the power to yeah. reach out um, and make a difference. And this is make again a, make a difference. That's yeah. the real important part. Is it's not just and like some people said. Oh, I know at the time I remember like talking about. Oh, it's just trying to be PR, but it's not. Is it? It's we don't come into this this industry to be able to to either increase our profiles or make huge amounts of money, you know, during normal trading. The whole crux of a coffee shop is to serve that community, like Absolutely. we're saying, and this is just an extension of it. Yes, we can't, we couldn't trade back then, but you yeah. were able to do something to make someone's life just a of little course. bit easier or better, whichever way it is. Yeah, but that is what we as an industry do, even on a day to day basis. That's the whole, the whole basis of of the things that we do. 
Do you struggle to find enough hours in the day and is staff admin taking up far too much of your time? With a people management platform like RotorCloud, you can plan rotors, record staff attendance and manage annual leave all in one place, saving you time. That's what we're all about at the Cafe Hustle. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash RotorCloud to find out more and join and get your 30-day free trial. And what's more, there's no credit card required. Get in there, test it out and see how it can make a massive difference to you and your business. So I hope you've enjoyed the first part of my chat with Anthony. And I think it's very clear that he is driven by this purpose of connecting people, connecting people who aren't necessarily or have that connection that in a day-to-day basis, you know, they may be lonely, they may be living on their own, they may not have any family. And this really is is what drives Anthony to do what he does in, in FICA and, and promoting the, the concept of Fika to his guests, basically like throwing them together to get them to have a chat. And he's seeing the difference that that makes, not only to those two individuals, but also the business as a whole. So yeah, so we're going to get into part two of that episode on Wednesday. In the meantime, make sure you head over to thecafehustle.com and sign up to our email list and we'll get a few more bits of information coming out there about our online community hustle together which is a little bit behind where we wanted it to be but we are going to be launching that very soon and so that again is all about connecting people bringing people together and giving that space or having that safe space that we can all talk and and discuss the issues we're having in our coffee shops get advice from people who are have been through the same situation what's the point in learning through making these mistakes that other people have made in the past so that's the idea of it again it's very similar to fika and what anthony's doing there it's about bringing people together connecting them real quality connection in a place where we haven't got the the negativity that you sometimes find on some Facebook pages or the group, sorry. But yeah, make sure you head over to thecafehustle.com and keep up to date with all the information. But anyway, thank you again for joining us on The Cafe Hustle and I look forward to welcoming you back on Wednesday for part two of my chat with Anthony.